0: iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store.
1: So uh, thank you all so much for being here tonight. Um, Tonight I am surprisingly um, accidentally pinch-hitting for moderation. Um, So join me in welcoming Alex Gregory, Peter Hike, and and the cast of A Good Old Fashioned Orgy. And I'm not supposed to have this, actually. So, uh, as everybody gets settled, uh, thank you so much for being here. I want to actually have the um, the, the cast go through and just uh, say their names um, because I was too lazy to say it for you.
0: Will Forte.
2: Angela Seraphine. Lindsay
3: Sloan. Lucy Punch.
2: Oh,
4: uh, Tyler Labine. Martin Starr.
1: Great, well... Um, this is, I think, the largest panel that we've done so far this week. So I'm um, super happy to have you all here with us. Um, I want to have you guys actually set up, give people a sense of what the film's about, if they couldn't tell from the title.
5: Yes. Uh, uh, we uh, will give you a little backstory. The backstory on the film, very briefly, uh, is it's called A Good Old Fashioned Orgy, but it's actually a movie about friendship. Right, guys?
4: Yes. Right. Yes.
5: Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. With a little sex.
6: Yeah. I mean, the, I would say just the sort of brief history of it is that... Uh, Pete and I have known each other since college. We've been working on the movie for 14 years, believe it or not. That's a lot of foreplay. A lot of foreplay. (laughs) Yes. We're we're very sore uh, in many places. We started writing in 1997, and the the genesis of the idea was uh, a friend of ours who just moved out to L.A. told us that a friend of his had gone to a party in the Hollywood Hills that had turned into an
5: orgy. I think the phrase he used was an orgy broke out, like a fight. like, a, like f- yeah. People just started having sex, throwing just, sex around. It
6: just went down. And Pete and I were in such a state of disbelief. We were like, absolutely not. No way. Could not happen. For various reasons of like, you know, our generation can't have an orgy. We're too neurotic. We're too, you know, afraid of our own bodies. Like, the more we sort of said, we don't believe this could ever happen, we thought, boy, it'd be kind of funny if people tried. And that... Is sort of how the movie came about, but uh, you know, that was
5: the, the the kickoff. But also, it was we wanted to make a movie about adult friendships, and through the years, I think one of the things that made it hard to get it made was a, a kind of a, a, an adult group of friends talking about sex, talking about friendship. It, it, it was they always said if you if you said this thing in college, you could make it tomorrow. We're like, but it's a movie about kind of turning thirty, about growing up, and that group of friends that become your family through your twenties. And then you're about to all split up, and it's kind of a mid-midlife crisis this group goes through. uh, And it's how they express their love for each other at the end of this journey.
6: Yeah. It occurs to them that they are the generation that got kind of... It it starts where they're kind of aware that generations before them had a lot of sex. Younger generations have a lot of sex, and our generation kind of didn't. Uh, we
5: were in the shadow of, of Nancy AIDS. Reagan's Don't right. s- you just say no AIDS, everything was terrifying, and right. now everything you hear on the news is high school blowjob parties and right. people going nuts. And right. It's like, well, what was happening when we were in high school? Yeah. Nothing. And also like, you know, we, we thought of the
6: big chill and how that was like this group of the people that changed American society in the sixties and they, they were all kind of looking back at their lost ideals and we were like, We had no ideals we didn't lose anything we we never started out trying to do anything we haven't accomplished anything other than maybe the internet and that yeah, it's not that big a deal right We're at the apple but, yes. store
3: come on you guys play to the crowd
6: <laughs> <laughs> so uh so anyway so this is this is a sort of walk and talk where they, they and kind it's, of... it's
5: about a group of friends in new york city who go out to the hamptons every weekend and one of the guys has a, a father has a house out there and that's their rec center that's where they go to spend time together every weekend they throw big parties there and it's kind of where they reconnect because life splits everyone up so to have this kind of place, this magical place where you could all get together with your friends every weekend and spend time together is something I think all of us would love to have, and they're losing this at the end of the summer.
1: The two of you have been writing partners for a long time, and amongst the things that, and I did a quick um, IMDb search, you, um, Late Show with Dave Letterman, King of the Hill, are amongst the things that you've written together.
5: Yeah, we started off in college uh, writing together at Stanford University. We met uh, in the dorms. You know, I actually went to Stanford, too.
1: Really? Strangely enough, yeah. Nicely done. There you go. Uh, Florence Moore, maybe Laura? Uh, I was in uh, uh, I was in Donner and Sarah and House Mitt. Donner as well. Yeah, there That's you go. it. Yeah, nice. Well, just You guys that, could we, have been a writing guys, team. You know. It was that close. There you go. So we okay, just missed sorry.
5: it. But so we wrote together back then and we would write pieces for the student newspaper and we would infuriate people and they were generally kind of inappropriate or offensive or or something along those lines and we realized it's either we're, you know, getting into a lot of trouble or it's a potential career. Uh, and we started working at Spy magazine just after graduation.
6: Yeah, and I also would have to say, Pete's parents who were here at one point pulled me aside and said, Can't you
5: control him?
6: Can't you do anything about his behavior? And apparently I'm part of the problem. That's it. I apologize in public to you both. Uh, but yeah, so we, we then went to Spy, and uh, in the sort of, uh, they had a book that they put out called Spy the Funny Years. Apparently we were not part of that. Um, and then uh, Letterman, where he worked with him, Mr. Yeah, Forte. Will
0: Forte was a writer there as we well. We there for right. one week together. Yeah, we had and one they, week. Were, they were leaving as I was coming in. He his
5: was, fault was which he like, showed up on his first day and he was like, "I'm going to move in a new place. I'm the new guy," and he was going to move. he was like, Harlem, I think it's East Harlem. I don't know. Is that a cool place to live? And I was like, "You no, probably it not. Might have
0: been a good choice. I don't know. I didn't. Maybe, maybe He maybe, talked maybe. me into. Actually, I moved into his old girlfriend's place." And she kind of took advantage of you financially. She did. She, no. she overcharged <laughs> lot, me. Lot she gouged here. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, so in, in
5: in in our group of friends, a lot of people are people in the movie that we're actually friends with, uh, which or if they weren't before, they are now. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, Alex and I went, we go further back than anyone here, and then will, and then chronologically going down, right? Right. And the, the
6: characters are all kind of based on us and our friends. Like the lead character, played by Jason Sudeikis, is really him. And uh, this other character, Adam, that you'll see is me. But then, uh, over the years, as I got married and had kids, I turned into his character.
0: Uh, Will is... Well, tell them who your character in the movie is. Uh, I am the one person they don't let join the... Excuse me. Me and my wife, Lucy, are the two people they don't let join the orgy. Uh, They they don't tell them because
6: they've had a kid. And uh, they had a kid out of wedlock. They're about to get married. And they're, it's that point in your life where you are married where you feel like and you had a kid where you stop getting invited to stuff. Yeah. And Has uh, nothing
0: to do with looks.
6: Right. And so yeah. it, they can't figure out why they weren't invited because they invited everyone to their wedding. And so it just becomes this awkward secret that they keep from these two friends of theirs that were part of, part of the tight group but since they had the kid are sort of uh, drifting to the fringes. And that's kind of like in the, along the theme of the movie of like Thirty years old being a pivotal point in people's lives. And
1: okay, so your agent brings you a script called "A Good Old Fashioned Orgy." What do you do? How, I mean, how did you feel when you read for the part or consider the part? Just start from from Will.
0: Uh, I was friends with these guys, so I was kind of forced to do it. A friendship. <laughs> so I'm a bad person to ask that question to.
1: Okay, down the line, and, and why don't you say that your character's name as well, or, or the, describe your character? Glenn name.
0: was my character.
2: Um. I I didn't want to go to the audition for this because the room that I was auditioning in looked like, like a dental office. I hated it and then I met these guys in the room which was a lot nicer. Were you so, sitting
5: facing the wall when we come out
6: to get yeah, you? Yeah,
2: I was. Yeah, you were actually I was so in the so miserable. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't want to be here. I was facing the wall in a corner.
6: And also the chairs, the folding chairs reminded you of a church that you had been to where you'd had a negative experience. Yeah. And our casting director said, "This girl is actually going to be either the best or worst candidate for this role ever." And she was perfect.
2: Thank you. <laughs> so that is what I have How to How do contribute. you feel about this
1: room? Is it any, any feelings any ill will about these Th- people? This room this
2: room is great. Okay. I really like the lights. Um, <laughs> I like the people that are laughing. Um,
5: and, and by the way, we haven't even talked. But you were going to be in one of the Twilight or two Twilight. Are we allowed to talk about that, or is that
2: no? Probably not. Um, <laughs> it's a top secret. Forget, forget I you
5: heard heard that. that. No one heard that, right? Yeah, it's not it's top top happening. Top secret. Okay.
2: Well, anyway, that I think I took up too much time, so I'm going to pass this along so to Lindsay. Lines.
1: Lindsay.
3: Um, I loved it. I well, I was very torn because it was an incredible script about friendship and these group of people that love each other and have had this this immense history with each other since they were children but then at the end it does actually culminate in this sexual
6: spoiler <laughs> alert
3: situation and as an actor um it was something that absolutely terrified me, and so...
6: And still does. And still
3: does, and did in the moment, and does talking about it, and does watching it, um, and will, especially when my father sees it. But um, (laughs) then I met Pete and Alex, and I just trusted them so much immediately and felt that if I was going to do this and kind of put my belief into anyone, it would be these two guys, because they're just so classy and it's uncomfortable for them as well it wasn't as if we met with directors that were like yay we're gonna shoot this orgy and you guys are gonna be doing it and you're gonna be on top and it's gonna be amazing they were like we know it's incredibly awkward we don't want to watch it as much as you don't want to do it so
4: that's why we got drunk so much
3: (laughs) and then we got incredibly drunk every single night that we shot the orgy very very drunk
4: where did you get
5: your tequila
3: Um, It was maybe a a water bottle that was in the freezer in the house. Because it looks like water. Um, I was playing Glenn's wife, Kate, and so one of my favorite things about the script was that my character didn't take part in the orgy, which was an immense relief, um, especially when I got on set and all the girls are sun tanning and exercising and watching what they were eating and... I could stuff my face at the craft services table. It was very nice. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new mother, so um, I, I wasn't worried about the orgy at all. I was quite excited about it.
1: <laughs> and
4: Tyler, I have to imagine you're OK with the idea of the orgy. I am so OK with the idea of an orgy. And showing all of my bits, really, my tenders, everything. Um, yeah, you see the tenders. Uh, no, I, I actually, I was totally, I was like, I got the script sent to me. I live in Vancouver, and I got it sent to me, and I was like, nope, good old-fashioned orgy, horse shit, pass, or whatever, and then I read it, and I was like, oh, this is pretty funny, and then I remember, I didn't even, I put it on tape in Vancouver. I, I went and put it on tape in my agency, and I honestly don't even think I realized how awesome it was going to be until I was in the middle of my audition, and uh, I, I finished my first take, and I was like, no, I, no, I, I think I figured something out, and I kind of like figured out how... I wanted to, you know, portray this character and how he fit into the whole gang. And it was a it was a really, like, you know, as I went sort of process. And then I put the tape together and I didn't hear anything for a long time. And then these guys called and I met with them in L.A. And I got kind of drunk at our lunch meeting. Um, no, I had a drink, I think. I had a drink. And these guys were like, oh, yeah. sure.
6: By the way, everyone yeah. that that auditioned or that we <laughs> met for the role of McCrudden drank at lunch.
4: Good, good. It's a, it's a certain people type. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, and then, you know, I just, I really, once I got there and met the whole gang and we started shooting it, and it was, like, very apparent to me very quickly that, you know, it was going to be really good. And the funny thing about Good Old Fashioned Orgy, hating it at the beginning, the title, it's, like, become a real point of pride. Am I right? I mean, we've had to, like, fight for that title to be the title of the movie because I think it's, it cre- you know, whether it's good or bad, it creates a reaction and people hear it. And I think that's sort of a real... That's a niche sort of selling point. I think that's a I good thing. I think
1: probably orgy has not been said more in the Apple store other than tonight ever before. I so find that hard to think. believe.
4: It's a consumerist orgy going on out there. Look at this. iPad. I need a new iPad. I need an iPhone. Yeah, people are, you know. Uh, and Martin?
5: Uh, I sat down and met with Pete and Alex. And uh and I basically told them, as long as they made me the character with the big dick, I'd do it.
1: <laughs> that, that seems like a reasonable did I just request, ruin it? Right? Did I just ruin the movie for everyone? We <laughs>
5: promised every actor in the movie he would be that guy. Yeah. But we delivered for Martin.
1: Well, you guys had based this on uh, a
5: story from Rodney Rothman, is that right? Yeah, Rodney. Uh, he's a, he's a writer and yeah.
6: uh, he's a he produced Get Him the Greek and, uh, was he a was here, Marshall, and Yeah, and he was the one that came back from the party, and or his friend had come back from the party. Um, so yeah, this is a Rodney, Rodney Genesis.
1: So I want to ask one last question of the two of you, and then I want to turn it over to the sure. audience. So cool. um, obviously you've you've written a lot for TV. What was it like to actually you know write for a feature a feature film? It's your first feature that you've directed and written. Yes,
5: long. This is the first one. We wrote it in '97. Yep. Clinton in the White House. <laughs> Hanson was tearing up the charts. <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah, Puff Daddy was still the, Puff Daddy. The thing with TV is that TV. You know, it it runs on a schedule. Like, if
6: you're on a show, stuff has to get done. It gets done that week. You see it that week. It's done. Um, You know, like, with with Will and SNL, it's, like, it's fast. And movies, unless there is some pressing scheduling thing with an actor or some sort of deal, it just drags on forever.
5: Forever. And we had a summer off, uh, came back here between, we were working at Larry Sanders, and that ended. We went to Frazier. Uh, and so we we should write something we couldn't really write f- for an NBC sitcom and we thought no one's doing like a risky business type movie with some heart and is a genuine movie but it is a little risque and back then no one was making those movies and we thought it was a brilliant idea and so then took two or three years and we got a- some high powered producers who have done Austin Powers because that was the big hit at the point and they took it out in the town, and everyone said, "No, there's no way we're making an orgy movie. That's a terrible idea." People like, don't want R-rated comedies. Was they're not making them. We said, "Okay, that's fine." And then Vince Vaughn found the script and liked it, and he signed up for about a year. We did rewrites with Vince at various karaoke bars at three in the morning in L.A. And it was—he really helped. He was very smart. And then yeah. he went away, as people do. And, and it was about twelve years before we finally convinced these people to, to to sign up with us and and get it made. And and that was. Very different from the TV world. Uh, it, but it feels, after 14 years of build-up, like a great release. <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't even mean it like Wonderful. that. On that You're note, all filthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. let's turn it over to the audience for questions. And we have, uh, we have uh, raise your hand, because we'll bring the microphone to you. Right here
0: in the second row. Stand up. Uh,
1: yeah, Hey, um, yeah, I was just wondering, what was it like directing together? Because I imagine, like, that must be a real, even though you guys are great friends, it must
6: must be tough making all those decisions. You like, know, it really tough. isn't. Like, we've worked together for so long. We, we actually, I can't even imagine what it would be like to direct solo because it is a lot of decisions and we can divvy up tasks. And I, there, there was one moment where Martin actually asked us a question and I shouted no and Pete yes. shouted yes at the same time.
0: Yes.
6: Other than that, you know, it, it's... It depends on how long a team has been together, but we're, we're pretty much in sync, and I know what he's going to think of something before I ask him. So,
5: Although it's interesting, the Directors Guild hates teams. They don't think it's real or that you can do it. And so they rejected our petition to be in the Directors Guild and that you have to file paperwork, and they said, oh, it's a writing team, absolutely not, we don't want them. And then we were in production in North Carolina, and we got this threatening letter saying, we're going to shut down production, it's the Directors Guild, you didn't file your paperwork, it's not DGA signatory. And they said, "No, it, we did. Remember, it was the, the writing team, the two guys, the TV writers. Like, oh, yeah, no, we don't want said, those. Oh, guys. oh, yeah, oh yeah, those guys. You're right. right. No, you're not allowed. No, right. of course. Sorry. <laughs> but, so, so we did this
6: non-DGA, which
5: saved money. So but people so, so people don't expect teams to be the norm
1: as directors. But I think it's happening more and more.
6: Unless they're brothers, they're okay. Brothers, yeah, the brothers are allowed. Are fine. Yeah, that's
1: true. No sister. Not a lot of sisters though. Um, another question right out here. Right here, third row.
3: Hi. Um, so I was wondering what everyone's favorite part of making this movie was. And, Will, I was wondering, me and my sister read somewhere that your real name is Orville Willis Forte the Fourth. And we were wondering <laughs> if that's true. Dude, they burned
0: you. What, was it, what did you say? The ap-
3: Orville Willis Forte the Fourth and what your favorite part of making the movie was?
0: Oh, was there a question after the Orville relating to Orville? I didn't hear. Oh, is, <laughs> is it that true? The real it's name? absolutely true. I like it. Uh, I'm the fourth, so I guess Orville was very popular in the late. i will pass it on if i ever have a son because i'm forced to i think uh and and what was my favorite part about making i'm sorry about making the film yeah uh working with all these guys was such it was a this is going to sound dumb but it was a a very magical experience we were down in wilmington north carolina which is a, a really charming place uh Away from all our friends and family, and got to be so close with everybody, it was just it was really really nice and and to to be doing a project at the same time that you really enjoyed and uh, and believed in was was all gravy uh, getting to know these people was and the how best did you part. like doing
5: the uh, malt liquor slip and slide over and over? but it wasn 't malt liquor. we put dishwasher detergent to look like malt liquor. And he oh. did. He was such a trooper, maybe like 30 takes, where he would go bare chest. It's a part of a, a crazy party at the start of the movie where he goes apeshit. And he would do the slip and slide over and over, flying through the air. And he would get all the detergent in his eyes. And he'd, do you want me to go again? I'll go again. And the, the joke is that he goes way too hard and goes, at the end of the slip and slide, he goes like another 30 feet on the grass, right. which he did over and over again. That was my favorite moment for you. He's, he's oh, drunk wow. dad at the party. Like the guy
6: that yeah. gets to get out infrequently. And so when he gets out, he makes every moment and drop of alcohol count.
0: We did some drinking that night also. So it made it easier yeah. to act drunk. Yeah. Oh, let's, and I played a lot of Donkey Kong, too. That was he, another... Let's be
5: honest. You didn't play a lot of
0: Donkey Kong. You set a world record on the Donkey Kong machine in Wilmington. I got a in the ranking. world? I got a ranking, but I did not set a world record. What, are are you in the 20? Guinness
6: Book of World Records?
0: No. Oh, no, 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 I'm in the 20? Twin Galaxies. Did you guys see King of King Kong? Of Kong yeah. the, you know uh, Twin Galaxies? It's Twin Galaxies, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. They rank, yeah. they, uh They ref all those uh, video games and stuff, and, and uh, a guy who was a stand-in on the movie was uh, like an old, I think he was the, what was he, he? He was a champion of several video games back in the '70s, and he had sent in my score. He knew that I was spending a lot of time, and I had showed him this high score that I got, and he sent it in and had it like registered with them. And so I'm like 32nd or something. 32nd like in the history
5: of Donkey I Kong. I just think that That's people don't. That's a little something. That's pretty. Normal amazing. people don't
0: register their scores, so I, I think it's probably a lot more people who had higher scores so, than me. So much. I was just the so much. 30 31. Idiot yeah. to register. <laughs> <laughs> So, next yeah, question next right here in the third row this looks really great i'm i'm really excited to see this film and it looks like it was a lot of fun to put together um the cast looks really awesome i wonder if you could speak a little bit about the mixing and matching of this ensemble how was how that process working getting this together
6: part of it was we wanted to make the process uh, as good as the product it was really important to us that everyone have a really good time And so one of the things we did is we cast people that we wanted to actually be friends with in real life, if that makes any sense. Uh, And because it it was something where we didn't want it to seem fake on camera. Because if the whole movie depends on you believing that this is a group of friends, we wanted them to actually really click. And so somehow it worked out that the people that auditioned the best and that we had the best meetings with all... Kind of clicked as people as well and it was just luck i mean a lot of it was just plain flat out luck the people that we wanted we got and uh it just worked out
1: did you spend a lot of time uh, you know before filming um having them interact or how did that yeah yeah
5: a lot of dinner parties a lot of late night hanging we brought in everyone very early and one of the main parts of the ha- of the movie it's almost like a character in the movie is the house where they all spend all their time And for us, we wanted to get them into that space as early as possible so you know, so you feel, it feels real and lived in. A lot of movies are are filmed on stages and they, they do a very good job of faking it, but you can kind of feel when something is real. So we wanted to make sure to film it all in one house. And this family let us film some really filthy stuff. There's this really sweet, very straightforward, religious, like North Carolina family with these two young kids. And they said, the only thing we want is our two kids get to be extras in the background of a scene.
3: So they're in the movie. orgy. Right. Yeah, they're just they're sitting on the bed they're watching th- us doing an orgy like this. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: That's right. He was walking through the
5: house occasionally. But they were like, you know, high school or college kids. So they weren't, you know, like young. They were they were old enough to appreciate what was happening.
6: Well, also, I think they were fan they were fans World of the cast. Yeah. I think that's what it was is like the the teenager, college age kids in the house were such fans of like uh some of the actors. Um and I think like when we arrived someone's picture was up on the wall or the fridge and they were really embarrassed by it because i think they were like fans of one of the people um, but that was what the parents said oh we'll you know we'll give them the house for the movie and it was just location scouting and it was really helped production it was a great house to film in um, and just hang and out in How anyway. long was the actual shoot? 30 days. Okay. Which if uh, you know anything about shooting is really short yeah. for yeah. especially shooting you know this many actors is extremely difficult. Right. Let's go to the next one. Fourth Row Center.
3: All right. Do you guys see this kind of as this generation's modern-day, more comedic version of The Big Chill?
6: We'd
5: love it to be that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's for you people to decide. I yeah. hope so. And in The Big Chill, it really is, it's just that funeral is, is a way they bring everyone together and you see their friendships and it kind of structures the movie. So for us, it is... Hopefully, similar in that it's 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 a group of friends that all come together. It's just an orgy rather than a funeral, so it's it's a little sillier. But at the end of the day, that was always our focus. And, and when we talk to the actors, we say this is a movie about friendship and and about growing up and splitting up and, and that is and that's the hard thing about carrying that title. Every time anyone says, "So what's your movie called?" and I'm at Easter, you know, supper with, out in Connecticut with my family. It's a good old fashioned. Well, that's what, I just trail off. that's what
6: it was in North Carolina. The official production was a good old fashioned dot dot dot. 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 <laughs> nice. It sounds yeah. so wholesome.
1: It's a good old fashioned. Yeah. What, so you? So there was a mention earlier about the title, like some uh, pushback on the title. What were some suggested? Oh, alternate here, titles? here's what happened. Oh. What?
6: Oh.
4: <laughs> oh, that can of
0: worms.
6: Well, no, no, no. What happened was, is it, it, for a while, uh, when it was acquired by Sony, they they just changed the name to Out with a Bang, um, which is a
5: <laughs> Ooh egregiously bad. Title. We didn't know where it came from. It's just one day we no got one, ever one ever of took... the new cuts, and we're like, yeah. "Okay, there's it's O W A B is written on the out. What does that mean? I don't yeah. know." And then it comes up as the front title, "Out with a Bang." We're like, "Okay, I know ours is a little challenging, but Dad, you can't
6: do that." But here's what happened: Walmart had told Sony, "We will not distribute this DVD in our stores with this title." And uh, I guess what had happened with Zach and Mary Make a Porno was they said Zack and Mary but you have to pay for additional packaging and it's a whole to do. And so they said, well guys, you just got to find something else. While we were trying to figure out a title besides Out with a Bang, Walmart decided they were no longer going to carry DVDs of movies that gross under $10 million, which is most Indies. So that all of a sudden was no longer a problem, and the wonderful, wonderful folks at uh, Samuel Goldwyn Films said, we love good old-fashioned orgy. And the, Let's, Sony, the Sony folks yeah, the were fo- excited They, they loved the title. It was just like it was a business decision, and it was
5: just, again, just luck. And, and so. then if it becomes a success in any capacity, Walmart's going to get stuck carrying it, yeah. and that would be fantastic. It'll yeah. probably be a good old-fashioned dot, dot, dot. 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 <laughs> Next question Cover.
0: here. Yep. Fourth row.
1: I wanted to ask, because it does seem kind of like an old school, like Big Chill, like a Kicking and Screaming or a Whit Stillman, and you guys made it like for 13 years in the late 90s, I was wondering if you were tempted to change it at all, maybe modern it, maybe Apatow it a little bit, and also Martin was in a show called Party Down, where they had an episode about throwing an orgy, and I wonder if you guys saw that oh, at yes. all.
6: Oh yes, Nick, Nick decinto's Orgy Night, one of the... Martin's show, Party Down, by the way, if you guys haven't seen it, it's one of the greatest, it's the the greatest TV shows ever made.
5: My of the last decade.
6: gracias. Yes. If you haven't seen it, oh.
4: see it. Please, a good show. please see it. I uh, mean,
6: I'm uh, definitely a little swayed in my judgment of it. But, uh, but yeah, no, we, I would say it, it, it's funny because you mentioned Witt Stillman. We actually have Witt Stillman's director of photography shot our movie, the guy who shot Metropolitan, Barcelona, and Last Days of Disco, John Thomas, who's a fantastic DP. Uh, and he also
5: shot Sex and the City, uh, in the City, and the Sex in the City 2 movie, and, right. and so he also knew how to make women comfortable on a set, how to film it so it looks like people might be <laughs> having sex, but they're clearly not. I think right. for the cast, he was a very comforting, fatherly presence that, that, that really, he was a master of what he was doing, but the Whit Stillman voice is something we loved. Yeah, this is, this is sort of like, our guys are the
6: people that like, live next door to Wit Stillman's characters. They are not super duper WASPy and didn't grow up with pre- like they're just kind of like the new money. They're they're not they're kind of upper middle class as opposed to upper class. Witt
5: Stillman's characters call the cops on our guys. Yeah, uh,
6: but we're huge huge fans of Witt Stillman and this is just kind of like Witt Stillman meets Judd Apatow world. I um, mean we've we've worked with Judd so we we're, we you can't help but be influenced by him if you're making a, a you know R rated comedy. Um.
0: And we have time for two more questions. Right here in the front. Hi, guys. Looks really great, and I'm like totally psyched. I also have written a script, and i I call it a period film now, made written for the mid '90s. So I kept it in the mid '90s, and it's a period film, <laughs> kind of creepy like yours. Um, but I'm curious. <laughs> For your inspiration to inspire me, what was your tipping point? What actually happened that really got you the green light and got you to make this film? And I'm holding on to that idea by a thread.
5: Um, I, I think it, well, it had gotten purchased by a, a, an independent financier, but really, I think they were waiting for the cast. The I think cast. the idea was if you can get a cast of legitimate, awesome actors to sign up, they're crazy enough to do an orgy movie, you have your green light. And it was the momentum and the as one after another of these amazing actors said they would sign up for it. And it kind of, I think, helped build on it to point where it was like, oh, this is going to be like these are my favorite comedic actors of this generation. Like, I do think we'll look back hopefully 10, 20 years and it'll be like Days and Confused or one of those movies. You're like, all oh, those people were on movie together. That's so cool. And, and we captured that moment. So it really was the entirety of the ensemble that, that made it move forward.
6: Yeah, And by the way, you can be in pre-production and still not have a green light. You know, you can you can be moved down to a location and you are, you know, walking through your, your shot list and everything and still not have a green light. So it's like, it's a whole process. Um, you just have to keep pushing forward very relentlessly.
1: And I think we have one right here. Last question, second row, center. Um, my question is because, uh, you know the press photo, the one press photo that was on the, the website and everything? Yeah. It seems like kind of a... Themed orgies, like yes. an Arabian Nights orgy. It is or something. a Kama
6: Sutra themed orgy.
1: <laughs> okay, I was just curious.
6: Yeah, and it was it was by the way before Slumdog, so it, we, we just like were trying to think of something that was very colorful and visual that would kind of take your attention away from like the skin, you know, and just make it more than just naked bodies in a room. But we want it to be a big kind of like
5: to do, and something where the women would look beautiful and the guys would look ridiculous
1: it's always good so, um, so just so everybody knows um, if you haven't had a chance to see it yet it screens tomorrow at 9pm and Saturday at 10pm at the SVA Theatre and it will be out in theatres in September so make sure to go and tell your friends about it I want to thank everybody for being here um, joining us on stage
4: here with us. so thanks so much